The following audio drama is rated PG-13 for parental guidance. Hi, my name's Gabe. I'm the creator, writer, director, producer, editor, and composer for Starcall, an ongoing full-cast science fiction action-adventure audio drama. Set in the perilous galactic frontier, Starcalled follows the dangerous lives of Lieutenant Serenus Kron and Dr. Ilona Zorin, two young officers in the 443rd Colonial Fleet Infantry, as they race to uncover a conspiracy under the ever-looming specter of war. Starcalled features a diverse, ensemble cast, a full cinematic score and immersive sound design, and a story, world, and characters you won't find anywhere else. Starcalled is intended for a mature audience, our intent is to produce a PG-13 show, but episodes and content occasionally venture into our territory. Listener discretion is advised. The following excerpt is from Starcalled Book 1, Chapter 1, The Frontier. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoy. Corvin turns and obliterates a turret off of a rooftop. He breaks away at a sprint. Two soldiers rally to Kron's side as he navigates the war zone. The soldiers slip into a side alley. A figure lurks along the walkways above them. Suddenly from above, a figure drops down. It's Dorgo. Dorgo runs the other soldier through with his blade and throws Kron into the wall with his tail. Kron's rifle is knocked away. How many colonials are dead on Adari today? They're even any left on that station of yours. Kron dives for his rifle, but the Zeridian is upon him, throttling the colonial officer with his tail. Kron grabs him by the tail and swings him hard against the wall. Dorgo collapses in a daze. Kron struggles to his feet. Green blood weeps from a severe knife wound in his side. Dorgo stands slowly, brandishing his twin daggers. None of you drones seem to understand how outmatched you are here. He levels his knife at Kron's visor. My job was for your captain. I really don't mind settling for you. Kron covertly pulls a small device from his belt. Kron throws down the gravity charge. Turrets eliminated, Lieutenant. Snipers on the move. We're tracking. Kron staggers to his feet and raises his rifle. That was very clever, Lieutenant. But desperate. Something darts past him. He spins and fires. 
He drops to a knee, clutching his side. Let's not drag this out. Dorgo leaps from the dust and grabs Kron from behind, pressing a knife against his throat. With minimal effort, it starts to carve into his exoskeleton. A shot from a pulse pistol clips Dorgo's shoulder. Kron grabs the knife from his hand and spins, driving it deep into Dorgo's belly and slashing it across his throat. They both collapse in agonizing pain. Kron clutches his claws to his bleeding side. A colonial boot appears by Kron's head. Oh, Lieutenant, good work. Commander Tyke. Can you stand? I can try. Do. Tyke stalks to Dorgo's side. The Zeridian clutches at his throat. Tyke presses his boot to Dorgo's throat. You'll need to keep a little more pressure on that bounty hunter. Kron looks up at Tyke, then at Dorgo, who writhes in agony. Sir, we should find out who hired him. Take him into custody. And you think we can trust a single thing that he tells us? You wouldn't be talking to us, sir. Tyke nods. Kron, <laughs> I'm impressed. You learned a lot in the Academy. He'll be a good captain someday. The Zeridian goes limp. Kron stares at Tyg. But the Academy doesn't understand the frontier anymore. Tyg picks up one of Dorgo's knives. Colonial authority doesn't exist here unless we enforce it. He hands the knife to Kron, who accepts it reluctantly. If it's not a protected species, you're probably better off killing it. You understand, Lieutenant? Yes, sir. Tyg extends a claw to Kron. Come on, Lieutenant. He wasn't working alone. He pulls Kron to his feet. A sleek ship punches through a column of black smoke, leaving swirling eddies in its wake. It's the Berenian, flying over the smoldering ruins of Bissan. Osborne watches the city pass through the ship's forward windows with furrowed brows. Already and Adi, I just passed over the extraction site. You're not there. Adi, if you're down there, say something. I'm about to. Adi, uh, uh, come in, Adi. Come. On board. Walk on to my train and get me the fuck out of here. The computer doesn't work that quick, Adi. What the hell happened down here? Where the hell are you? Adi Conadarian bounds over the uneven rooftops of Bassan on all six limbs. Give me another visual on the target. Fire! The Berenian flies ahead of the reptilian alien, skimming low over the city's rooftops. Adi, where are you? Upper rooftops. Leaving the temple district. 
temple. Uh, uh, hang on, hang on. I'm on your tail! Yeah, sure you are. Stay put, Adi. I'm gonna come around to you. Adi ducks behind a support pillar and unslings the particle rifle from his back. Adi peeks around the corner. He spots Corbin, accompanied by a squad of colonial soldiers. What about Dorgo? Just hurry, Osborne. In the Berenian, Osborne glances at the atmospheric fuel gauge. 10%. Stand by. The Berenian pulls a tight 180-degree maneuver over the city. Its atmospheric engines flare up. On a narrow street below, Lieutenant Kron and Commander Tig load into a shuttle. They watch the Berenian pass overhead. Get us into the air and follow that ship. The stone towers of Bissan whip past as the Berenian flies effortlessly over the city. It winds its way around and through the dense city infrastructure. A colonial gunship follows in hot pursuit. Osborne's cybernetic eye analyzes a frantic number of holographic readouts. Unidentified vessel by authority of the Colonial Queen. You are ordered to land immediately. Failure to comply will be met with force. Osborne switches on the ship's targeting computer. Behind him, the Colonial gunship's cannons come online, decoupling from their fixed positions along the wings. They track the Berenian. Seen from the cockpit, Osborne maneuvers the Berenian to view a large plume of black smoke belching from the depths of a blown-out city district. A screen reads, warning, target lock. Osborne glances at the atmospheric fuel gauge, 7%. He pushes forward on the throttle. Seen through the windshield of the colonial gunship, the Berenian slips into the cloud of smoke. AS-31 to Commander Tide. We are in weapons range of the target. The gunship punches through the other side of the black cloud and slows to a hover. Where the correct does that ship go? Status From high above, the Berenian's targeting computer locks onto the colonial ship through the smoke cloud. The Berenian explodes out of the smoke. Blaster cannon fire rips through the gunship. The Berenian swoops low, dipping into the city. In the cockpit, Osborne checks the fuel gauge. 4%. He pushes forward on the throttle. Adi watches as the Berenian weaves its way through the city, eluding the colonial ships. He glances back at the advancing squad. Across the rooftop, Corvin charges another shot. Surrender! Or be destroyed! Adi turns and runs. Osborne squints as debris splashes across the forward windshield. He pulls the air brakes. The Berenian drops behind the two pursuing ships.
toward the Berenium. A pulse blast rips into the rooftop under his feet. A second blast tears apart the Berenium's atmospheric engine. Noxious smoke billows from the ship's exhaust. Adi helplessly watches the ship crash into the city. He turns to see Corbin standing over him. Surrender. Or be destroyed. The Berenian crashes to the ground. Ah! A colonial gunship flies in overhead. Lieutenant Krohn, bearing a medical patch on his side, drops to the planet's surface. Commander Tighe jumps down beside him, pistol and claw. Stay alert, Lieutenant. The ramp drops. Osborne steps to the top of the ramp. Tyke frowns. That's impossible. With his hands raised, Osborne limps down the ramp. Kron lowers his rifle. It's... You're human. Yeah. To listen to more episodes, to find transcripts or more information about Starcall, visit us at starcall.space. To learn more about the Audioverse Awards, visit audioverseawards.net.